Welcome to uh, Cedar Country Podcast. I'm Ray. And I'm RJ. So, uh, I did I did mention... What's the topic today, RJ? I, I mentioned it to you before oh. during oh. D&D. Oh, right, the, the Grand Rapids thing. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. No, well, yes and no. So I want to tie into that. So our topic today is about the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. And oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The the, okay, comedians, I get you the kind of observational, more rural comedy. So specifically, the <laughs> the four comedians involved with the blue collar comedy tour: Ron White, Larry the Cable Guy, Bill Ingvall, and Jeff Foxworthy. I do want to talk about some other things too, but that was the idea that I had, and I got the idea actually because you every year have been involved in. Uh, the Grand Rapids, uh, what what's it called again? Laugh Fest. Laugh Fest, yeah. So, yeah. why don't you talk about that for a minute? Because I think Laugh Fest, I've never actually attended Laugh Fest or anything, but I've, it's, it's something I've kind of wanted to go to. And coincidentally, I, you, you, you mentioned that Jeff Fox really was going to be one of the comedians this year before it got shut down prematurely. So, but what's, so what's Laugh Fest all about? Well, it's two weeks, um, and it's uh, a whole bunch of comics come up to Grand Rapids, and it's for a charity called Gilda's Club. You know who uh, Gilda Ratner is, don't you? Uh, I've heard the name, and I've heard of Gilda's Club, but it's been a hot minute since I like read or heard about what it's all about. And there might be people listening that haven't heard of that, so go ahead and explain what that is. And who that is, I guess. Well, you know who Gene Ratner is, don't you? Uh, not offhand, no. Or was it Gene Wilder? Oh, the guy, the guy who played Willy Wonka in that was, uh, that was Gene Wilder, the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Gene Wilder. Well, well, Gilda Ratner was his wife. Okay. And she died of cancer early in life, mm-hmm. or like in her middle middle aged when she was middle aged. Yeah. And so Gene decided to put up this to make this charity in her name uh-huh and they have a whole bunch of they have a whole bunch of different places all around the country but Grand Rapids is like the only one that does laugh best yeah that's it's that's a place the, 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 where yeah. you can go <laughs> it's a place where you can go to get grief relief and uh, cancer relief it's mostly about coming together and talking to people and mm-hmm. just having a place where you feel safe and Laughfest helps uh, fund that so that okay. people uh, the the place doesn't have like they don't charge anybody anything they don't ask for a membership or they don't have any membership fees they just they use Laughfest to uh, to fundraise so that they can do what they need to do. Okay, yeah, that's really cool. That's I I, I thought it was something similar to that. And I know we don't we don't need to like get into that because I know it's very personal. But I know, but I know you have kind of a personal connection to what this uh, charity is about, and I so I think that's really important that like we let people know like this this organization exists, and it's it's a very good organization helping with like you said grief relief and cancer relief, and just helping people get through those kind of hard times. Yeah, and like I told you, you always you always volunteer for uh, causes that you believe in. Absolutely, I believe in I believe in Gilda's Club's cause, so I try my best to uh, 
to help them out. Yeah, you've you volunteered for a few years now, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, like two, three years now. That's what I thought, yeah. So, since this is the time of year that that, that Laugh Fest goes on in GR, and you were working it, it kind of reminded me, oh yeah, that was a, one of the topics I wanted to cover was uh, about the, I, w- I don't want to say country comedians, but more like rural, observational comedians that typically kind of <laughs> can get associated as the comedians that would be country if of the working class yeah. yeah the working class blue blue collar comedy tour so i actually mm-hmm. had seen clips before i think i'd seen the entirety of bill and jeff's uh stand uh stand-up parts from that film before just like online but i'd never actually seen that yeah. video in its entirety until uh i actually watched it part of it yesterday and part of it today and let me tell you i oh, was did you what? Go ahead. Sorry. No. Keep talking. But yeah, let, let Keep me talking. T- You're good. No, okay. no, I interrupted you when I shouldn't have. Go ahead. You're right. Let me tell you, I was, uh, my sides were splitting. I was laughing so hard. It was the first movie from 2003. Apparently, there's like two or three sequels. Oh yeah, yeah. I've 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 seen most of them. My dad really likes them. So it's all. Uh, it was yeah. always on. It, it was always on in the house when I was uh, a little younger. But yeah, so I mean, and I I've grown up. Let's I mean, I grew up. We grew up watching like Cars, Larry the Cable Guy's in that. I've listened, like you said, you grew up watching the actual blue collar comedy movie, and some of their other stand up things. I've heard, I think I've heard all of their stand up before. Maybe not Ron White as much growing up, but definitely Jeff and Bill. In fact, I remember like the Bill Ingvall show and when Jeff hosted Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, all that. But they're they are some of the the funniest comedians, uh, in my opinion, out there. Yeah. I mean, so much of the stuff I can <laughs> I can totally like I look at my life and I see some of the stuff that they talk about and I'm like, dude, that's me. That's yeah. That's kind of the idea of their comedies. It's like observational of everyday life kind of stuff going on. So that that makes sense, and that's why I really, I think that's part of why I really enjoy it. While I don't necessarily relate to all that stuff yet, uh, especially because like a lot of their material is, especially Bill's, is about like married life, and I'm like, yeah, I don't relate to that yet. Uh, and some of Jeff's is too, but like. There's definitely, like, I have family that I definitely think about, like, this sounds like something that this person in my family would do, and things like that, and it just, it tickles me to death. Um, like, oh, jeez, Bill Ingvall is totally my dad. <laughs> like, you shouldn't have done that, that's, here's your sign, you idiot. You yeah, that's, shouldn't have done that. I forgot that's about that, but the, here, the here's your sign, because they did that towards the end, and I was like, what? And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this before. It had been so long since I'd seen that bit. I mean, I did. I did know the Jeff's. You might be a redneck if, but but like mm-hmm. the the here's your sign bit that Bill does. I was like, that's really good. I forgot about that. That how did I forget about that? I don't know. The one that really I really liked the one. Uh, they it was uh he was on the side of the road with the dude with the semi-truck that got stuck underneath the overpass and the officer shows up. Like, oh, you get your truck stuck? 
No, I was uh, hauling the overpass, ran out of gas right here. Here's your sign. Like that. (laughs) Oh, that killed me. But also, I don't. That was my mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) I learned my sarcasm from my mom and my dad. Yeah. I definitely now my dad looks back at me when I <laughs> now my dad looks back at me when I do sarcasm he's like I shouldn't have taught you that I shouldn't have taught you that that's some that's some bad juju right there I shouldn't have taught you that so I don't know I know that um Ron recently announced doing a show I think up in Mount Pleasant soon but I don't know if that got postponed with all the stuff with COVID going on and like I mentioned yeah all the all the casinos are shut down, my dude. Yeah, so but I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. I don't know when it was supposed to be. I don't know when it got postponed to. Because a lot of a lot of comedians and music acts have been postponing shows as opposed to just straight out canceling them. Like, I know Reba moved her show to August instead of April. <laughs> Buddy, we still have time to get tickets. Heck yeah. I, maybe. I don't know. They might be sold out because it might be that your tickets are good for this date. But I, I know there's also people that won't be able to make it. If I could go to Reba's show, that would be great. I would love to go to Reba's show. But I guess um, since we're kind of on the... Since I kind of mentioned it a little bit. So because I'm so behind on editing, which I guess this one of the blessings in disguise about this whole situation going on is I've got a little more time to edit stuff. Um for the podcasts hopefully catch up since i don't have to be as busy with i don't have to be sitting it for an hour and 15 minutes in a class i can just do an assignment and boof i'm done um but at the time of recording this because i'm sure it'll be much later when i actually get this episode out we're currently in the middle well i say the middle but who knows um it's march 20 uh and so we're dealing with all the stuff going on with the covid and I don't know if I know I know your wife saw this because uh, she liked the post that I shared about it. But uh, yesterday, last night, actually, uh, Brad Paisley and his wife, Kimberly, uh, did a live stream on his Facebook and Instagram uh, accounts of just like a set in his living room. And I watched the whole thing and it was pretty emotional uh, a little bit. There were there's some parts like after he played the song in the garden. He got a little teary-eyed from that, um, but it was it was mostly a good time. They had Carrie Underwood. He was like video calling. He he called uh, Carrie Underwood to do uh, "Remind Me." He and uh, he called Tim McGraw, and they did a duet of George Strait's "The Fireman," which great song. And <laughs> we he was in the middle of doing "I'm Still a Guy" when Chris <laughs> Young called him, and they duetted that together and. It was the video is still up as far as I know. It was a fun, it was a fun little impromptu concert thing, which he decided to do to kind of help lift spirits. So I just wanna, I want to take the time. I thanked him in the live stream, and I think on our either our Facebook page or our Twitter account for the podcast. But I just want to thank him and Kimberly for like doing that because it's definitely like humor and you know camaraderie during this time is just like a really really cool thing and a great thing to have and a thing we kind of need yeah and i mean i see all the good stuff that people are doing right now and it just i mean i haven't seen this much like togetherness and this much love for the nation since uh 
you know, since nine eleven. So yeah. I'm this kinda this is this is it's it's beautiful, my dude. Yeah. It's it's sad that it takes a great tragedy to bring people together like this typically, but it's it's always nice when something like this happens. Also, so staying on the topic of country music and the COVID pandemic, apparently, I don't know how they're going to do this. It wasn't super clear, but Brad made a comment during his stream about that the, the Grand Ole Opry is still planning on having a show, like a, a, um, a radio show or whatever, on Saturday night, like they do every Saturday night, because... Uh, like they say, the circle won't be broken or will be unbroken. I don't remember the exact wording, but it's it's you know it's based on will the, the circle song. be unbroken. Yeah, will the circle be unbroken? By and by, but it's kind of it's kind of warped to say you know the the circle won't be broken because since their inception they have not missed a there has not been a single Saturday night without a show from the Grand Ole Opry since. I mean, even like World War Two didn't even stop it. So he's like, is it'll... there, a, is there, what is, is it... there a way to tune in? There's, there's definitely ways to tune in. Uh, I don't know if they utilize it anymore, but I know I don't because th- I think it actually might have been discontinued. But I have on my phone, I have the WSM app, but I'm sure that like there's, I've never actually tuned into the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, at one point, I was trying to see if there's a way to like, because uh, they usually do video recordings too. Uh, but even just like the audio recordings, I was seeing, I can't find anywhere online that is like an archive of all the, the WSM Grand Ole Opry broadcasts all the way back to oh. whatever, which I think would have, would be really cool, but I can understand. I mean, some random person doing that is, I mean, legally speaking, illegal. And I haven't seen anything from the Opry or WSM, about, I'm sure they have archives of all that, but there's. I haven't seen anything, no like CD collection or anything of broadcasts. And I don't know offhand. I know that it's, so the, the radio station is WSM 650 AM. I don't know how far the AM signal reaches from 650. And I don't know what time. AM, ooh. Yeah, it's AM radio. Yeah, we might be able to get you. We might be able to get it. Yeah, that's. Honestly. Because yeah, it's, it's a big radio tower. A- which is, that's mm-hmm. something I'll get, get more in depth in when we do. Uh, the episode or an episode uh, talking about like the history of the Grand Ole Opry, which is something I'm like planning on us doing at some point. Yeah. So I don't know what time the show is. I've never tuned in. I don't know how they're going to do it this Saturday, but they're also, well, I mean, there's been a, there's been a lot of stuff where they've still had it, but they've left the, they've left like the stadium or auditorium that it's in. Yeah, they're empty, not like MMA did that. Yeah, I don't so know I have a if feeling that's how they're gonna go. Yeah, I my thought it. was either they were going to. I'm guessing it's gonna be because I've seen things like there was a, it, it wasn't a country band. It was uh, some other genre of music. I read an article about. Uh, I think it was like a metal band that did a concert, uh, like live streamed on Twitch, where they actually performed at a venue, and they it was like live feed of it. Uh, like a video feed. Oh, one of my favorite bands, uh, Dropkick Murphys, did it. Did something like that over uh, YouTube the other day for St. Patty's Day. Oh, nice. Yeah, the Dropkick Murphys. That's the other thing. Like, I wanted to. I guess we can 
save it till next year, but I want to do an episode on uh, Celtic music, uh, since that's kind of a related genre to country music. But we, with all the stuff going on, it kind of fell by the wayside. Um, plus, I wanted to talk about the, you know, with Laugh Fest going on, I wanted to talk about the Blue Collar Comedy Tour or whatever. So we, we can have a whole episode about we kind of got off on a tangent my dude no that's fine like i said i was it wasn't that wasn't going to be exclusively the topic of this episode i i had said i had wanted to talk about other things which is the stuff about like brad's live stream and the opry doing still doing a show the circle won't be broken kind of deal all that all that stuff was stuff i wanted to talk about um although speaking of the opry i read an article recently this was going to be this is kind of one of i guess this is just kind of it's like half a specific topic and like half just whatever mm-hmm. kind of episode. So anyways, I recently read an article that was, it was somebody that had, they were looking at the amount of times that members of the Grand Ole Opry performed at the Opry. Cause that's uh, part of their, part of their dues to be part of the Grand Ole Opry is you're supposed to perform a certain number of shows at the Opry every year uh and it's actually a lot less than it used to be i don't remember the name the numbers offhand that's something again we can cover when we talk about the opry specifically but there was an artist i don't know if there was more than one uh the article just talked about the one there was an artist that is a member of the grand old opry that did not make any appearances at the opry at all in 2019 any Hmm. guesses as to who that was is it somebody alive or dead? Oh, it's uh, definitely somebody alive because you can't make appearances if you passed away. That's, I mean, I guess maybe somebody that had passed away through in 2019. But no, it's this artist is definitely still alive. They just didn't. They just did not make the time to make any appearances at the Opry. <laughs> no idea, bud. Blake Shelton. Oh. Okay, yeah. well, he's busy filming his. Uh, yeah, he's doing the stuff that with show, the he? voice. Yeah, but but still, as a member of the Opry, I think it's like ten. It might not even be ten. It's like something like ten appearances every year, and there there's some artists that go above and beyond. I think the the artist that had the most appearances at the Opry in 2019 was Carrie Underwood, who also had a very busy schedule mm. this past year. So like, it's it's just about time management i guess i mean i can't i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna criticize blake especially about the time management part because i am awful at time management so i have no room to talk it was just like an interesting thing that i read about like hey this this artist didn't show up at all like they're supposed to at the opry and then they also have in the article they also mentioned like this artist went above and beyond so i just i just thought it was like an interesting thing uh kind of a random topic (laughs) This is RJ, Ash, Ray, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called Realms and Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs, killing off fan favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. 
Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts. Podcasts contains cussing and adult humor. Listener discretion advised. So, I so what was that thing about, like, uh, the Van Andel Arena being on, uh, like, the Country Music oh, Hall of Fame for yeah, Best Venues or something Yeah, thanks for like that, that back up. I, I don't know. I I haven't seen any updates about that. Let me see. Van Andel. Uh. Oh, okay. So, what it was, was uh, the Van Andel Arena here in our home state of Michigan was nominated as one of the best country music venues in the Academy of Country Music Awards. I don't know if it was... Uh, I'm assuming the Academy of Country Music Awards 2020. I don't know if those have happened yet. That's what I'm trying to look up now. My internet connection on my iPad is just being a tad slow. It's been doing that all day. Or at least all evening, I should say. Well, everybody's on the internet right now. Everybody's at home. Everybody's on the internet. Here we go. Oh, wow. So, actually, some interesting news... Uh, in relates to COVID or coronavirus, for if people don't know what COVID means, uh, which, oh, okay, don't know why. Apparently, so, the country stars are going to play intimate sets from home for ACM Presents Our Country. So, let me see. Oh, they're, yep, they, they postponed the ACM Awards. So, it's gonna, it's been moved back. It's going to be in September instead. Uh, it was going to be on April 5th, but it was postponed due to the current international coronavirus pandemic crisis. So, yes, the winners, so the, uh, yeah, winners, there have been no winners. It's not happened yet. So here are the nominees, since I guess I have this up. So Entertainer of the Year nominees are Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, and Carrie Underwood, which I would probably personally vote for either Eric, Luke, or Carrie. Female Artists of the Year, Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert, Maren Morris, Casey Musgraves, Carrie Underwood. Male Artists of the Year, Dirk Spentley, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban. Duo of the Year, Brooks and Dunn, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida, Georgia Line, Maddie and Tay. Group of the Year, Lady Antebellum, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, The High Woman. Song of the Year, 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber. Girl Going Nowhere by Ashley McBride. God's Country by Blake Shelton. One Man Band by Old Dominion. God's Country? Oh, no, no, no. One Man Band. One Man Band. (laughs) That's an okay song. My personal... So, okay. Let's... Let's... Okay. We're going to do this. We're going to turn this into a game. All right. You and I are each going... We're going to take turns and say who we want to win in each category. So let's go back. Entertainer of the Year. All right. The choices we have. Luke Bryan. Eric Church. Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Carrie Underwood. And if you want me to repeat anything at any time, let me know. I kind of like Luke. I don't think he's going to win, maybe. Wait, which, but which, I, which I, Luke? I like, Luke Bryan like or Luke, Luke Combs? Luke Combs? Okay. I do, too. I actually have both his albums now. I actually went out of my way to get the newer album, because Meyer doesn't have albums like in stock at all. I think they're depleting that section completely. So that's your... Th- this is not... So I'm not necessarily. This isn't. Um, so so for th- for this game, we're not we're not trying to guess who we think is actually going to win. 
I just want to hear like what your nomination is, and I'll say what my nomination is for who I would want and who you would want to win. Okay. Okay. So again, you have Luke Bryan, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, and Carrie Underwood. This is a hard one for me. Which one is this? Uh, this Entertainer, is Enter- of, the Entertainer of the Year, which I think is based on like live show stuff. Probably Carrie. Okay. Uh, I'd probably I th- I think I'm gonna go with Eric Church. It was tough. It was for me, like I had said before, it was like down to Eric Church, Luke Combs, and Carrie Underwood for me on who I think should win. But I'm gonna go with Eric Church for that. All right, now we have female art- artist of the year. We have Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert. Marin Morris, Casey Musgraves, and Carrie Underwood. This is another Marin t- Morris. This is another tough one for me. Okay, yeah. Marin Morris for me. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Casey Musgraves. Alright, then we have male artist of the year. We have Dirks Bentley, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton, and Keith Urban. Oh, this is a little bit tough for me. I'll go with Luke Combs again. Yeah, I think I'm going to go this time. I'll go with Luke Combs again. Also, interesting that Keith Urban's nominated and he's also hosting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't ever watch award shows, so I wouldn't understand exactly how it works. I'm going to go with Luke this time. It was For me, it was like a toss-up between him and Chris. All right, now we have Duo of the Year. We have Brooks and Dunn, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, and Maddie and Tay. I have a feeling that... Um... Yeah, uh, we'll go with Florida Georgia Line for me. Okay, I would want. I think I want Brooks and Dunn to win. That's who I'm oh. rooting for. Did you forget that that's what we're going on? Not, cha- not who we think's going to win. I'm changing. Who, I'm who cha- we want. To I'm win. changing my mind. I'm changing my mind. Yeah, I was we'll gonna say you didn't seem Dunn. like a Florida Georgia Line kind of guy. <laughs> if I was gonna say who would win, if I if I was gonna yes, like this is, who do you who want would actually to win, win I would probably say Danny and Shay. Okay. But, so, uh, question: This whole time, have you been but, saying who uh, you think's gonna win, not who you want to win? No, it's okay. it's it's been <laughs> just just keep going. All right, keep going. all right. Moving on, we have group of the year. We have Lady Antebellum, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and the High Woman. And I already know who I want. Yeah. Yeah, Midland. Yeah. Although I, like I wouldn't mind the high woman either. I Is it bad that I have no idea who that group is? Um, it's like a it was like a I think it's a female super group kind of deal. Yeah, it's Brandy Carlisle, Natalie Hemby, Marin Morris, and Amanda Shires. They their album came out back in September. So and they're they were like really it was like a really big deal when they dropped their album. But yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with Midland, though. Alright, so then we have Song of the Year. 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay with Justin Bieber. Girl Going Nowhere by Ashley McBride. God's Country by Blake Shelton. One Man Band by Old Dominion. And Some of It by Eric Church. See, I gotta... <laughs> one Man Band is means a lot to me, so I have to put that one. Alright, yeah, no problem. As... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. This one I don't really have a strong opinion on. I've heard all these songs, and the only one, the one I'm the most like eh on actually is One Man Band. No offense. I just, I don't have a strong affiliation to it. It's I don't know. I feel like a lot of Old Dominion's music sounds similar to itself, so that's probably why. I don't know. Some of it's pretty good. I think I'm either 
I don't know. I'm either going to go with Girl Going Nowhere or God's Country. Um, you know what? I'm going to put my stake on Girl Going Nowhere. That's what I want to win. Ashley McBride's song. All right, so now we're a new female artist of the year. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't know all or any of these artists. I don't know all of them. I know a good handful of them. Uh, we have Kaylee Hammock, Gabby Barrett, Ingrid Andrus, Lindsay L., and Tennille Towns. Wow, Lindsay L., she's been around I have while. no idea who any of these people are. Okay. I, I, I don't do. know any of these for me. I know most of them, if not all of them. I'm going to I'll put my stake on Ingrid. I really liked her song, um, More Hearts Than Mine. I really like that song. All right, so new male artist of the year. We have Cody Johnson, Jordan Davis, Morgan Wallen, Riley Green, and Russell Dickerson. I'm just going to be quiet. Okay, you don't know any of these either. Okay, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with I'll go with Morgan Wallen. I do know again, I know most if not all of those. Um anyways, all right. So now we have this is probably where I'm going to get I haven't listened through any of these albums all the way and I do own one of them. Oh, but I really like that song. I don't know. Okay, okay. Album of the year. We have Centerpoint Road by Thomas Rhett, Girl by Marin Morris. Heartache Medication by John Party. Love that song, by the way. But this is about the album. What You See is What You Get by Luke Combs and Wild Card by Miranda Lambert. I'm just gonna... Mm. I'm gonna put my stick in the one that I actually have gone out and bought. What You See is What You Get. And I've heard... I do like yeah. Luke Combs. Yeah, Luke Combs. I do right. like Luke Combs. If I had to pick a backup, I'd probably go with Heartache Medication. But I do love Miranda Lambert. Oh, that was a tough one. I'm gonna I'm a go with the Luke Combs album, though. Alright, uh, Single of the Year. Some of these are repeating from song of the year. We have God's country, Blake Shelton, one man band, old dominion, rainbow, Casey Musgraves, rumor, Lee Bryce. What if I never get over you? Lady antebellum. Well, you know where I'm staking my claim already. Yeah. One man band again. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going with rainbow. That's a good song. I really like that one. Um, we aren't, we won't do all of these categories, so I don't know. Um, well, I guess I can, I'll make mention of them at least. Actually, I will stake a claim on. You know, what? I I will. I'll at least stake a claim on every single one of these because I know at least one thing from every category. So we have songwriter of the year: Ashley Gorley, Hillary Lindsay, Josh Osborne, Michael Hardy, and Shane McAnally. I can never say his name right. Uh, I'll go with Hillary. All right, this is for well, the that's... for the music video of the year, which I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> Um, but 10,000 Hours, Dan and Shay, Justin Bieber, God's Country, Blake Shelton, One Man Band, Old Dominion, Remember You Young, Thomas Rhett, Sugarcoat, Little Big Town. I'm going to guess you're just going to stake Country. a claim on one. Oh, you're, you're going to go with that one for video of the year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you like that video? It's a good video, but Okay. It's a good video. I'm going to go with Remember You Young. Wait, One Man Band was on there? Yes, One Man <laughs> Band was on there. I still have to go with Okay. That. All right. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. I, was I still have to go with uh, Old Dominion. I still have to go with uh, God's Country. It, it was a really good oh, video. Okay. It was All a right, really, so really good video. Okay. Come September, hopefully we'll, I'll remember and we can go back and see how we did on these. But anyways, the last category, at least the last category that they have on here, because I know that what, what brought us to this isn't on this. But anyways, so musical event of the year, um, which I don't know exactly what it means. So we have 10,000 Hours by Dan and Shay featuring Justin Bieber. Dive Bar by Garth Brooks featuring Blake Shelton. 
Fooled around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm, you already know where I'm sticking yeah. mine. Uh, Fooled Around and Fell in Love by Miranda Lambert featuring Maren Morris, Ashley McBride, Tennille Towns, Kaylee Hammock, and L. King. Old Town Road by Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. And What Happens in a Small <laughs> Town by Brantley Gilbert featuring Lindsay L. And I'm I'm going to go with you because I know that you're going with Garth Brooks. Yeah, Dive Bar, Garth Brooks, and Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I'm sticking mm-hmm. my claim as well. All right, so let me see. Um, yeah, so anyways, so basically what it is is um, for the American Country Music Awards, there are more awards than those. Those are just the, the big awards. Um, but so, uh, like like we said, the Van Andel Arena, uh, a venue in Grand Rapids in our home state here, pretty close by, been, been there a few times, good, good venue, um, has been nominated for Best Arena of the Year in the Academy of Country Music Awards. Um also, and it's in competition with Infinite Energy Center in Duluth, Georgia, Madison Square Garden in New York, New York, Staples Center in what? Los, yeah, Staples Center in Los Angeles, California, and Vistar Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. Which that's dude, crazy. that's nuts. Yeah, the Madison Square Garden and Staples Center are like oh my nationally gosh. known Holy venues. Cow. I mean, the Infinite Energy Center and Vistar Veterans Memorial Memorial Arena are also pretty. They're 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 like the Van Andel. They're ones I haven't heard of, but I've heard of the other two, which means they're pretty much nationally known, especially Madison Square Garden. So, but I'm gonna put hometown, my stake on the I Van Andel Arena because hometown same pride. same yeah. So that hometown was pride. That was that was what that was about. Um, let's see what's going on. At least I don't remember how far I got in subscribing because it it only let me subscribe to a certain amount. I think I only got. So I'm going alphabetically by artist for subscribing, and it only, I think, let me go through the letter C. So this is by no means a complete list of what's kind of new in country music for the past week. But let's see from starting at one week ago. Here's what's new in country music according to our YouTube subscription. So there's a song by Billy Ray Cyrus from his new project called I Am, I Said. A lot of, lot of. Billy Ray's really getting a resurgence from um, yeah, that, after Old Town Road, isn't he? Yeah, that really. I don't think he's actually done anything new in the he last has. little while. He's just, it's just not been like, not been like huge. Uh, Hot Country Nights are going to be debuting on the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, they're a new country music act. They had a track that featured um, Travis Tritt. They had a track featuring Travis Tritt on their album. Problem is, I'm subscribed to a couple channels that post a lot of old stuff. Uh, Chris Young put out a piano version of his song "Drowning," very good song. Craig Campbell has a new song, newish song called "It's About Time." Daryl Scott put out a song called "Fool About You." Also, I I will I will put a disclaimer. I might be wrong on how new songs are. I don't follow all these artists closely, so they might they might just be like putting up old songs i know like clay walker's done that like uploading videos to youtube of old songs and it looks like it's a new song uh i don't know what this is i don't know if it's music or not but miley cyrus started this new thing called bright-minded so i have no idea what that is uh it looks like there's four episodes of that at least probably more uh carly pierce has a newish song halfway home clay walker has a new song live laugh love uh, there's an acoustic version out now of Carly Pearson, Lee Bryce's I Hope You're Happy Now. Good song. 
uh, and Blake Shelton put up an acoustic version of Nobody But You, a duet he did with Gwen Stefani. And last but not least, Brett Young and Astrid S have an acoustic version of I Do Up. A lot of acoustic stuff this week, at least from my the current subscriptions we have. Like I said, it's only like A through C. So uh, I don't know if we'll continue this segment. If I add more subscriptions, it might become too cumbersome of a thing to go through. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. But anyways, so I think this is about a good point to cut it. So hopefully this episode worked out quality wise. I don't know. This is the first time. By the way, uh, I don't think we mentioned this, but we we recorded this episode remotely, uh, doing the with with the COVID stuff going on, kind of doing some social distancing. But anyways, this has been RJ. And this has been Ray. And uh, we're going to ride off into the sunset now. Yeah. There it is. Let's wait for that music. Yeah. Oh, actually, real quick before we go. Uh, I guess we're not going to quite ride off into the sunset yet. I forgot this is the first time we've recorded since I put this up. So uh, I will put a link in. I'm going to start add it, adding the link into all the episodes of uh, both podcasts. But I have recently created a Discord community group thing for this podcast as well. Uh, it's like a commalgeration com- of our entire homebrew entertainment. Commalgeration? Do you mean amalgamation? Amalgamation. I don't know words. Of our homebrew entertainment. We are Borg. We are Borg. Of our homebrew entertainment group. So it's currently it includes uh, this podcast, our Realms and Nerds D&D podcast, my gaming stuff, and then my upcoming Disney podcast, which I don't know if I'll ever get around to that. Um, and there's also a community thing. I mean, the whole thing is supposed to be community. It's just I have things split. So, like, if I think you can mute different categories or channels. So, if you don't want to be involved in all of them, you can only get notifications from certain ones. I can't guarantee that. I don't, I'm don't. i fairly new to Discord. Um, but we do also have a community section, which has stuff for like general discussion can put selfies of you photos of your pets which i really love personally so anyways if you want to join that there will be a link in the episode description uh there's links i think you can also get the links through our instagram account we're on social media and all that fun stuff i just i forgot that i created that discord and wanted to mention that so if you wanted to join that you can but anyways i guess now is now that now that I remember to plug that that I forgot, uh, now we're gonna ride off into the sunset for this week. So until next time, yeah. <laughs>